<laughs> All you niggas, god damn it. Get quiet. <laughs> In the Goddamn! No, no, no. Hey, so let me ask you this, man. Yeah. We 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 back here. Um, how you feel about a, a woman taking a shit and going right back to dancing? A woman taking a shit and going back to dancing? Yeah. I mean, George could tell you. Um, you see a lot of shit. I mean, motherfuckers be fucking outside by the woods. Motherfuckers be pulling tampons off in the club and be fucking in the club like so when you when wait you hold, really, on, hold on hold on yes, hold on these are things that have all been certified while I've been in the club no man like these things have been certified and accounted for and then you got a bartender that's seen everything that'll co-sign everything and then you'll see a nasty tampon land like right there on the floor of the bar like wow. these bitches are nasty like yes these are things that are not you know so when you put it in the perspective like. When it comes to nasty ass shit, when you've been frequenting a lot of clubs in the different cities, you, you know, any DJ can tell you who's just moved around. It's like you've seen some nasty ass shit to the point that you just like a bitch going and, and shitting and then taking a stanking ass back out there. Hell, shit! Some came up there with nasty ass pussy in the first place. You know what I'm saying? So taking the shit ain't ain't make their disposition any better or worse. They still nasty as fuck when they brought their ass in here. So, so basically, you saying you just don't have an issue with it? No, I didn't say I don't have an issue with it. What I'm saying mm-hmm. is I'm I'm normalizing all of it. It doesn't surprise me. It's kind of like when you live in an area that has like high crime rate, and it's unfortunate. But you like, you know what? A nigga got shot, and you like, well, shit, goddamn. I'm I live in the murder capital of the world. I don't that don't surprise me. It's not like it's good and you condone it, but you normalize it. So all of the nasty shit that goes on in clubs, bro. I t- you remember when I was fucking in Sierras and and Anderson? And that motherfucker was so nasty. They I don't had a remember big you ass. fucking in the club. No, I didn't fucking. I'm just saying oh. an example of some nasty shit. Like it was some nasty shit. They told me when I first went, they're gonna have a two liter in there and just pee in the DJ booth. I thought it was disgusting. I didn't believe them. I went in there. That was my first time meeting DJ Flea. I'm looking around like Jesus Christ, it's filthy as fucking here. And then I look down and I see this this huge, you know, halfway full two liter of, of pee. You know That other motherfuckers Had peed in Nah I think that was just The DJ's piss area His personal Man, piss area Man hell They didn't no. even want you to go They didn't even want you To go in the bathroom Cause there was one dude In there He got hit in the head With a bottle And then his face Hit the sink and That was that night there. I would do Yeah and he Yeah so yeah But and that he, was your fault That was absolutely Had nothing to do with me <laughs> You remember the dude Said turn it down And I came up there And said fuck that Play that yo got it And you You remember no, that Yes it is Let me tell you why why. You're wrong Because that poor gentleman uh, And and I'm glad he got out of his He was literally in a coma for a week That gentleman was already on the fucking floor That happened early that night He was already there That's the worst thing The whole fucking night He He was bleeding in there That's That's why it was so bad Like Nobody got him Niggas was just walking over him And still peeing And and just still going about their business. Nobody did anything. So um, that's really what happened. So thank you for trying to just pull that out of your ass and blame nah, me for nigga, it. Put the coma. That but was a monumental historic night. Because when you drop that shit, the club owner fought his way through the crowd. It was like, hey, turn that off. 
like yelling. I'm like, hell no, they keep that shit going. We are that motherfucker, like, hell yeah. I don't even remember that. Nigga, that shit, them niggas was on the side doing all that shit. I'm like, pump them niggas up. Let them niggas down off them But you see, this nigga makes that shit sound funny, but let me let me tell you, this is how this nigga position shit. I'm in a fucking club. He had, motherfuckers was fighting before I ever DJed in motherfucking Sierra's and Anderson. They were shooting in the parking lot before I set foot one in there. And then I get my black ass in there and somebody get fucked up. And this nigga gonna say, you know what? That ass whooping is on you. That's some bullshit. I'm the soundtrack. I don't have anything to do with the situation. I'm the soundtrack to it. Every motherfucking club you go to for the first time, if it, it but just be then, honest, that yo Gotti didn't turn that shit up. Yo Gotti was fun, but I mean there's a lot. No, of no, no, was fun, it didn't like, turn that, that shit up. When them niggas got into it, and I that nigga said you know, turn that shit off. I mean, this that's so vague to me, bro. Dude, that you know. shit, that shit was loud though. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm normalized. What about you? Are you disgusted by bitches that are, or ladies that are just taking these shits? In these clubs and going back out. So let me let me tell you a situation that happened with me one time. When it mm-hmm. come to like taking a woman taking a shit, not at the club. So I went out of town with this, this this chick one time, right? So we had came back, came to the room, chilling. She was like she had to use the bathroom. So I'm thinking like she probably want to you know wipe herself up or something. You know what I'm saying? We been out walking all day and shit. So I kind of get the whiff. Uh-huh. You know, like, but I'm the type of nigga I gotta just make sure. You wanna confirm. Right. <laughs> so when she came out, right. I went in and I wanted to examine, like, how did the, the toilet look? You know what I'm saying? Was there any residue? <laughs> so you went and checked out? Nah, because she could afford it. She could have just had gas. Where the fuck were you? Did you quit? Don't worry about it. But listen, <laughs> it could have been a gas situation. And if, if it's gas and I falsely accuse her of taking a shit and killing the mood, that I need to find out. So that makes no fucking sense. It made all the sense to me, nigga. <laughs> that shit made all the sense to me. So anyway, oh, okay. I look, I'm looking at this shit, so I'm like, damn. Toilet white, everything good, towels crispy yeah. white. I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I don't but you, you, you admitted you like to sniff chairs too back in the day. Nah, I get the hell on. <laughs> but anyway, I told him. So I go there. I'm like, everything looks straight. So right. I come back. I'm like, damn, she good. She just passed gas. Cause we had had Italian and shit. She just so it. yeah, I'm mm-hmm. thinking ain't that major. So I'm like, all right. She depoed it. This motherfucker now, we, we we now on business. So, I, I really like her. So you know, I'm, you know, what I'm saying, uh, headed down towards the lower parts of her body, mm-hmm. and uh, I get like a little whiff. But her purse is laying on the counter, like right by the bed. So you think the purse stinks? Hold on, this shit falls over. She got a little grocery bag. With some wet wipes Where she did take a shit And wiped all of that shit up Then flush it Then toilet Put it in that shit It was in her bag Trying to hide the fact from me That she took a shit Instead of just getting her ass in the shower Well that is absolutely disgusting So did you, yeah. talk, did you talk to her about that Before or after you fucked her? Nah man like 
she, she still don't know to this day. Hey, but you know what? This is what I say. This is not something I condone, but this is something that I, that's happened to me, and I didn't, I didn't mind when it comes to hygiene. I've, I've been around, I've been around an aunt. I ain't gonna say her name. I ain't gonna put out. And I've been out with some female friends, and we was just out bar hopping, going, just getting hella drunk. And somebody just get to a point that they just got damn copper squad and they just got to pee real quick. Like I've been with chicks who've done that. that and ain't I really man. and I really yeah, I don't I don't give a like you can judge me, but I don't really give a fuck about that. I'm like nah, goddamn. I don't she, care about this. Yeah, she a rider. Yeah. Let's go. You know, let's let's keep moving. But that's it. But then I kind of looked at it on the other side. The fact that she would go through all of that, bro, she really fucked with me. Real shit. Yeah, but that was a dumb move. She fought with me, man. She fought with me. She fought with me. A little whole bath. Yes, that's what they call those. <laughs> a whole bath. Yeah, no, she got feces in her bag. So all of the shit, all of the shit she putting in there gonna have feces in it. She made a bad decision. Man, listen, man. You know I saw some crazy shit, man. You wouldn't believe. All of the type of shit that when motherfuckers be smoking blunts, the shit to be coming behind a motherfucker lip. Like, man, that's a whole different. That's a whole. I mean, because you got to, I mean, niggas, niggas, you know what I'm saying, do all type of shit randomly just throughout the day. Just, I had to tell a nigga, man, this motherfucker walked up in the club. This nigga was just, he, I saw him walk in, he's scratching his nuts. And then he come out and he said, nigga, don't goddamn, like, goddamn it, nigga, I don't want to shake you, was just scratching your fucking nuts, nigga. I don't even want to fist pump you, really, nigga, what the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he, whatever, say? whatever, nigga, oh, you know what I'm saying, just laugh that shit up like, it's, nigga, retarded, Nigga, man. real shit, nigga retarded, I done seen man. white guys piss. <laughs> And they walk right out. No, no. They'll turn around, see their homeboy coming in the bathroom, <laughs> dap his ass up with no hand wash, nothing. Catch you on the back. Like, hey, Bill. Shake his hand. That shit be love, bro. Like, hell no. Everybody done been somewhere and seen somebody just take a <laughs> shit or piss and then just walk right out. No, no sanitizer, no washing, no nothing. It's it's rough. You yeah, know, she outside. It's a rough one. You know, yeah. so. What else you got for us, man? Yeah, the other, another mm. topic I had, man. It was actually, it was actually one of two. Um, my mom actually sent this to me because one thing that was funny that my daughter used to do before she turned two, like when she would get mad or frustrated, she would just start counting down from ten by herself, like, or she would count up from one to ten and then go back down from ten to nine. Like she did that to calm herself, and I thought that was the funniest thing. Your mom. No, my my daughter did that, but my mom, she sent me uh basically she sent me an article. Oh, fat counted the ten. Yeah, and now she she yeah I never and told then back down that. the comma yeah. up. That's she, hard. She's done that when she's mad. And now she's kind of transitioned into she'll do her ABCs when she's mad. So it's kind of funny. Like she'll be kind of crying. Hey, that's it, player, dude. Shouldn't, I shouldn't laugh, but I mean, as a parent, I mean, it's funny. You know what I'm saying? Like she's really trying to pass. There's some adults that need to try that right. shit. So my mom sent me this article, and she was just saying this reminded me of Fat, my daughter. And uh, basically, this dude was basically uh, speaking to the point that you know, if you're angry, the best thing. That you could ever do is just like just count. Depending on your anger, count count to ten, count to twenty. You count money or what you count? No, you just counting because 
when you're angry, that's when you. The whole point is you have to be more cognizant of how you respond to something at that point in time. Especially if you're a hothead or you got a bad temper, like you need to, because the point of it is you're responsible for your response, even in anger. Whatever you say, whatever you do, whatever actions you have, you're responsible for them, and they're going to reflect on your brand. So that was the, that was the whole basic point of what he was saying. And when I thought about it, I was just, I want to take it down to like a, a context like this literal. Like, if you a hothead ass nigga, how far should you really be counting? Like, should you count the 20? Should you sit there and count the fucking 50? What, it, what is your number? But my thing is, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like, you know, some, when, you're, when you're angry? Like, if I'm mad, all, like, how high should I count? No, not how high should you count, really. Just, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll give you a swift 100, you know, for the, the OU. But, I mean, uh, you're pretty even-tempered more so now. Um, but do you feel like if it's a situation where you can respond to anger, do you do you take a moment to kind of gather yourself, or do you, would you say you're quicker to act on your anger? Or do you try to process that situation? Now, honestly, right now, I don't let nobody take me there. Because I feel like, I just feel like I got way, way more to lose than anybody else got the game with that shit. You know what I mean? Like, so, I just look at shit like if somebody angry about something, and I know how I live life right now, I know I haven't done anything to them. It's personal. I can't help you overcome personal issues. You know what I'm saying? So I just look at it like that. I wouldn't even entertain that shit, to be real. I feel you. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Uh, fuck that. All right, the other topic I had, we was talking about it outside, man. It was uh, a woman was talking about money, and she was talking about people who have spending spending habits, and you were telling me about experience I want you to elaborate on. And then mm-hmm. I want to I wanna do an overview, kind of a, we'll say that, we'll, we'll say that, just a highlight of, all of our seasons and, and such, but mm. the theory that she laid down and she put it down and I'm going to put it back down like this is when people get their stimulus with broke people mm. do or low income people do, they'll spend their money. Mm. What middle class people will do is they'll pay their bills mm. and with high class rich people do, they invest that mm. money. Mm. So I just wanted to get your perspective on that as uh, you recently ra- launched your label. Mm. Um, so how do you feel <clears throat> from your perspective point of that whole therapy around investing and that frivolous spending or man I just feel like man like uh, I've said it before man if COVID didn't teach you anything it should have taught you to be ready for anything you know what I mean and you got to start thinking different, start planning different, start creating different, you know, because the norm is gone. We got to create it now. So one of the things I was telling uh, Rain when we was outside, like, it, I didn't even realize what had happened on the stimulus. So I was over here, and then Murr was working on some shit. I was like, I got to run to the mall real quick. I, I mean, I get that. I could already see it was thick when I'm pulling up. And I go in. I still don't realize what's going on. I'm talking about people everywhere. And then I hear this this, this young black girl say, like, people in here, you know, worry about their stimulus need to be paying their rent. And it done on me. And now I start looking around. I look at the little jewelry store um, that's 
close up there by Foot Locker. Man, it's a line of black people around the, you know what I'm saying, the side of the jewelry store. It's a line outside of Foot Locker. And I get they regulating, like, how many people can come in these stores because of what it is. And, again, don't look at me and say, he's trying to tell us what to do with our stimulus. That's not it at all. But in that moment, I have to say this, in that moment, I was so saddened. Like, seriously, like, like tears welled up. I was saddened by what I saw from my people because I'm like, yo, we... This should have been a start for people. This this should have been, let me think different. This should have been, okay, I don't give a fuck that I had the newest Jordans. I don't give a fuck if people say, oh, that nigga ain't fly. She ain't got the, the drip or she ain't got the latest. You setting yourself up for success. You setting your kids up for long-term success. You starting businesses. You starting things that matter. And so I had to get out of there. I didn't even get what I came for because it just had that kind of impact on me. But it also had a bigger impact on me to know that I'm doing the right thing and trying to impact people the right way because that shit is corny. You know what I mean? Really. Like, we got to get out of the mindset of thinking, <clears throat> I got to buy this because this person said this. So I got to buy this because this rapper wears this or this Instagram influencer Where's this Nah You know what I mean Like They do that for them pictures And they selling on y'all You know The key is To To have it Not look like it So That's just my spill on that Man I ain't judging nobody What you do on your stimulus You know You You you. It was a provision Enjoy it But please smarten up Yo Smarten up Cause you just giving the money right back and I know people go say, well, that's the point, to stimulate the economy. Nigga, don't include yourself in that economy. Create your own economy. You being a part of their economy. You know what I mean? Create your own shit. That's what niggas need to get in the mindset of. Get together and create your own shit. Stop being in the mold that everybody want to say, this is how it has to be done. Because we're not rocking with that shit no more. We not We gonna do it our way So That's just my 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 Encouragement My message to all my people man Do shit Do shit your way Don't be scared to do it your way And don't go blow your money Trying to look like Something that You know what I'm saying After the stimulus gone Motherfuckers just make jokes about you And Post about you Now y'all arguing And all that extra shit man Be smarter man well, uh, thank you for that uh, well-articulated and very profound monologue. I see that you uh, pulled out all the stops here uh-huh. on uh, our final episode. Hey. And I want to touch on that, man. Like, we've come a long way. We've come from Boy. coolers full of alcohol, recording at one of four different locations. Saying what the fuck we want to say. Having no format. Just turn on and then let's just fucking go. Like, you were like, we were just doing dumb shit. And yeah. it was just, it was funny as hell. And yeah. now we're we're going to a place where this is, uh, <laughs> this is our Seinfeld episode. This is, uh, oh, this is the last, did they ever have a last episode of The Fresh Prince or did it just stop? 
Brown, don't give me the line. I, I, I think they I moved think they or something. Did. I don't know. I don't remember, I don't remember how none remember of that shit ended. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, but this is it, you know? So, um, yeah. Like, I Outcast never doing another album again. <laughs> well, uh, you know. We're done. It's a wrap. Yeah. So, people ask, why are we done? Um, I would say that we're really not done. I would just say that we're evolving. Right. And uh, as we evolve, uh, the things that you see is do um, will still be uh, family. Yeah. We'll still be within the team uh, as well as myself and the things I do. And they're just, they're just channeling us um, in, different, in different paths within the same spectrum. Yeah. I guess so. That'd be the way. I, I think that's our, our accurate way to articulate it. But it wasn't like, God damn it is. We've been brothers for over a decade. We're I just can't do this anymore. We're uh, angry and now ending the podcast. You know, we're uh, we're beginning a lot of other really really dope things. So uh, it's a it's it's sad in the sense that all you podcasters I think are gonna really just miss out on some some great shit. We go but we're gonna bury Sanders this shit, man, and just fucking, you know, hey, we're done. We're gonna retire on top. And yeah. uh, uh you know. I think it's sad in that sense, but it's exciting with all of the things that are gonna come. Like uh, we're still in the play in the process of developing a lot of content and I'm trying to see where you know, all of that aligns from a creative standpoint and process. So that that in itself is exciting. Outside of the things that we already have outlined, which I really just purposely not speaking on. But that entire process is exciting. So Yeah, man. Yeah. Fucking out of here, man. It's uh it's shit down, you know, it's like you said, man, it's just I really don't think like over the years people understand like how much it takes to like do this. You know what I'm saying? It ain't it you gotta come in like weekly, do this, you gotta have content, you gotta be able to have shit that interests people, they think you got something viable to give. But also what comes out of that, especially when you wanna grow into something else, sometimes you outgrow things. And you know, people know that know me, know me, my passion has always been music. And you know, um, that's where it's at for me. But the media is also uh, something I'm passionate about, but not just as passionate as music. So thankfully, I got good people around me. So that that's still going to be built up. So more to come on that. But it ain't stopping like it's more focus need to be put on the business side and focusing on a, a podcast right now that's something that's not you know top tier level for me personally but it's something I need to focus on for more people collectively it was time for me to back away from this in a nutshell yeah so but there's still more coming um Rain's still working on some shit so you may see him uh, very very soon Stay tuned uh, More to come on that as well But hey We appreciate the ride Bloody well might um, see me Bloody well might not Let's shout out Who was some of 
Uh, what were some of our favorite moments of the podcast throughout the years, if you had to recall? What was, would you say, some of your, your top tier uh, events were? Let's see. It was uh, a few really, really fun ones that stood out. Let me think. Uh, the one where we, you, myself, and Fuckstep was on here, and we... uh fumble on the, the subject of high blood pressure dick. <laughs> uh, all of the banter we around that. This crazy was like a phenomenon that. that a lot of niggas just, <laughs> just want to speak on, didn't act like they know what the fuck was going on in reference to. Mm-hmm. And uh, we laid it on out. I think that was really, really funny. I think when uh, we were talking about when uh, I think when Lo was here and James was here and he had this whole argument about, you know, which... Actually, he was right, but he had this whole argument that women, um, women like men with little dicks. And he also said that it wasn't his dick, but it was just his girl, a friend girl of his who was saying Come that. And how low tore in his ass. It was, you know, just, you know, I think that was that was fucking hilarious. Like, it's been some times, man. It's been some times of people on our show have came on our show and beef with other motherfuckers and you know <laughs> we just still here doing our thing and motherfuckers are implicating and wondering you know where we stand with shit and we stand the same place we've always been standing on what we yeah. said and that you know what other people say they, you know that's what other people say mm-hmm. so you know we give a platform for people to say whatever that they feel like and whatever that sounds like so right. yeah. Uh, what about you man what was something that was like really really funny um, <clears throat> I think of some memorable quotes. I like the one mean when he said, "Young mean, shout out, young mean." When he said that, I just I don't want to die. When he was talking about why he went and dish Drake and shit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like just the context he put it in, and the episode we had with <laughs> Ao. <laughs> And I think it was you who told a story about Luther Vandross. Like, your yeah. professor went backstage and said Luther tried to fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, that that's shit. Um, what else we have? But we had some funny-ass boys. Oh, Boom, nigga, yeah, the 100th just, episode? I was saying the same thing. Boy, we niggas just, turned stupid that day. Just drunken. Shout-out paint about Porsche. Man. You know what I mean? Fuck still. Shout Pain out to Portia said after that that she wasn't even finna fuck with Tito's no more. Yo, shout like, out the whole That man. was a whole different yeah. a whole different situation. We were all lit as fuck. And then she was mad. She just thought I think she, she thought that like everything we said were like was like well, it better not be dissing no black women. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. how the fuck you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, that and flossy then, shit. That flossy shit took uh, itself. You oh, know? yeah, she got mad about you with the whole flossy. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Oh, the oh, classic one is, uh, what was the one? Five. Five, five, two fifty. Uh, the whole nah, story, keep going. <laughs> the whole story keep going. that you uh, you laid out, man. That's they gotta know. They got to nah, know, man. That's the last one. They got to know, nah, man. Y'all talk to me. We all that, see me out. That we episode was dope. Look, you ain't gonna sing the song of how it go. Nah, hell five, no. Five, Let this shit die, nigga. Uh, man, <laughs> what are you talking about? This is, this is all, we're die. talking about all-time classic uh, moments. We can't talk about that. 
Nah. You won't want to talk about the behind the scenes and how that content came about. Yeah. Not even one more time. Oh no. Nah. Oh my goodness, y'all missed out. Um. Yeah, but shout out all y'all, man, who fuck with us over the years. It's too many of y'all to name. We appreciate it. We grew. All Hopefully y'all. <laughs> Hopefully y'all saw the growth, man. Somebody asked me something the other day, and, and, and they told me they really would. Was interested in my opinion on this Like what did I think about podcasting As a whole right now I think podcasting man is a great thing I think people really need to evaluate it It's oversaturated Just the same thing like rap music Like people just look at it Some look at it as a quick way to try and get their foot in the door On the industry And they're not realizing the bigger picture Where you're not complete, competing in a, a level playing field Cause the top podcast or celebrities, influencers, these are the type of people they already coming over with their audience. So you got to work for it organically, but you're competing with people who already got their audience. So what do you need to do? You got to combine resources. But people don't understand that concept. So what they go and do, they listen to their favorite podcast, and then they try and go make a podcast that impl- that emulates. emulates their favorite podcast when all they're doing is regurgitating the same content, same way with these rappers. I hear Future do a song, let me go do that. Young boy rapper like this, let me go rap like that. There's no... Being organic anymore Really pushing the envelope So I tell anybody If you go do a podcast It's great You gotta push that envelope On that shit man Because it's so saturated Like <clears throat> it, you, you just have to Niggas lose attention Fast Real real fast Real quick Real fast And It, it just don't matter You gotta keep pushing that envelope Cause pretty soon If you ain't pushing the envelope You gonna get left behind So Yeah that's my spiel. Fantastic. Two beautiful, very stretched out, long ass monologues you've given. Hey, but man. They've been it's jewels, my last man. time, man. Dropping them goodbye jewels on these it's niggas. Last time. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, may or may not be my last night. Probably, probably not. But I'll still say, fuck it. Fuck you. Goodbye. We'll see you. <laughs> we'll see you.